Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall come again to you, and you shall be clean. 2 Kings 5.10 Dear God, thank you for all you are teaching us through your word. Time and again we see that when we do things your way, you take care of us. Help us to remember this truth next time we are impatient or want to do things our way. There is nothing you don't know or can't do. Everything we need is in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Name it. In our last story, Alicia healed the son of a Shumanite woman. In this story, Naaman, a gentle army commander from Aram, or Syria, will be healed of leprosy by Elisha, as inspired by Second Kings. Hi friends, it's Julia Sadler here. Thanks for joining me again for Kids Bible in a Year podcast. We're learning a huge lesson today from a guy named Naaman. He started off with spots all over his body and ended up in what I would call the greatest bath ever. Listen in and you'll see what I mean. Naaman was an army commander and he was highly favored in the eyes of his master because it was through him that the Lord gave victory to Aram. Naaman was a great man, but he was afflicted by leprosy. During a certain war, Soldiers from Aram went out and took captive a young girl from Israel, and she became the servant of Naaman's wife. The young servant said, I wish my master could meet the prophet of Samaria. His son would be healed from leprosy. Naaman reported to his master what the Israelite servant said. His master said, Go now, and I will send a letter of introduction to the king of Israel. Naaman departed and took with him about 750 pounds of silver, 150 pounds of gold, and 10 changes of clothes. Naaman delivered the letter from his master to the king of Israel, and the letter said, When you read this letter, you will know that I have sent my servant to be healed from this leprosy. The king of Israel cried out, Who do you think I am? I don't have orders to heal this man from this disease. Elisha heard that the king of Israel was upset, so he insisted that Naaman leave the presence of the king and come stand at the doorway of his house. So Naaman went and stood at the doorway of the house of Elisha. Elisha sent a messenger to Naaman. The prophet Elisha said to wash seven times in the Jordan River, and you will be healed. Naaman was furious at this answer. I thought that Elisha would at least come to meet me and pray to his God, but washing seven times in the Jordan River is ridiculous. I clean myself regularly with clean water. Naaman left in anger until his servants said to him, If the prophet told you to do something greater, you would have done it already. 
but this is something small, and you are refusing to do it. Naaman listened to his servant and washed in the Jordan seven times, just as the man of God had said, and he was healed from leprosy. Well, it sounds like the book of Kings is full of miracles, and today we heard about another one. Let's dive in. As we're introduced to Naaman, we hear that he was a strong, popular army commander who many people admired. He was obviously a hard worker too, because the Bible tells us that his master liked him a lot. But no matter how great this Naaman was, there was one big giant problem. He had a disease called leprosy. Leprosy was a sickness people sometimes caught back then, and it was just awful. It was very contagious, very painful, and if you saw someone coming who had leprosy, you would usually go the opposite way. Leprosy would start off with red spots all over your body, which would soon turn white. And the longer you had this disease, the worse it would get until finally it would kill you. Usually people with leprosy were seen as dirty or not as good as everyone else. No one really wanted them around. All right, so next we come across a servant girl who helped Naaman's wife. She had clearly heard of Elisha and the great things God was doing through him because she told Naaman's wife all about him. If only Naaman could get near Elisha, he would be healed. So when the king of Syria agreed to send a letter to the king of Israel asking for help, we can only imagine how happy this little servant girl was. So Naaman went on his way with gold, silver, and clothing to deliver the letter. Before anything else happened, he found himself on the doorway of Elijah's house. But there was no Elisha. Instead, there was a messenger who told him to wash in the Jordan River seven times if he wanted to be healed. Wow, great news, right? <laughs> Not according to Naaman. In fact, he was mad. He wanted Elisha to come see him face to face and perform a dramatic miracle for all to see. You see, Naaman was so well liked and such a good commander that he was used to people showing him respect. He wanted to be noticed, admired, and honored by Elisha. Instead, Elisha did not even show up. On top of that, being told to wash in the Jordan River didn't sound too great either. This meant that Naaman was dirty and needed to be cleaned. Seven times, that is. Again, he felt disrespected and just not very important. So this was not going the way Naaman imagined it would. He didn't think any healing was going to take place. The truth is, we are sometimes like Naaman in the story. We want God to answer our prayers or make things happen our way and in our time. If God seems distant or even late, we get impatient, just like Naaman. But listen closely to the super important truth. It's a truth you will have to go back to time and time again throughout your life. So if you hear anything on this podcast today, hear this. No matter what we think, how we feel, or whether or not we understand what he's doing, 
God's ways are always better than our ways. In Isaiah 55, 9, God says his ways are higher than our ways. Have you ever heard that before? What do you think higher means? For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. This means that while we are on earth, our brains are pretty small and limited. We can only think a certain way and see things in our little circle. But God, He sees everything. He has all the knowledge and wisdom of the world, knows the beginning from the end, and most importantly, He knows exactly what we need and when we need it. Whew, that's such great news. You know why? Because it means we can trust Him, even when we don't get it and we really, really, really want Him to do things our way, we can rest in His perfect plan. Naaman's servant convinced him to do as Elijah said, even if it made him angry. So the Bible says he took a deep plunge into the Jordan River. That sounds like faith to me. And thank goodness he did, because after he washed seven times, the leprosy disappeared. I'm so glad Naaman chose to do things God's way. And I hope you will too. Thanks for listening. Next time we're going to hear about how Elisha's friend Gehazi had to learn a very hard lesson. Let's just say he did not do things God's way and he paid a big price because of it. Here we go. The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you and it's all true. Enjoyed the podcast? Leave a review to help parents and others discover us and spread the gospel around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.